Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Can you believe it? We have arrived at the final day of 2021. What's good, everybody? Welcome into the Early Edge, your daily sports betting brand of record. And we are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all sports betting. And it's not even close. (sighs) A big time thank you to each and every one of you that allow us to do this for a job every single day. What a year it's been. But 2022, we're just getting started now there's a very fine line between success and failure if you watched the tennessee game yesterday then you know exactly what i am talking about mm. but jay smooth coming through alabama wasn't even on the show and she gave out a winner in hockey so you got to follow all of our cappers all of our cappers at sports line because you never know where the winners are going to come from now today is a very very special show if you want college basketball uh-uh. if you want nba too much covid thanks for coming We've got four bowl games today. We've got the Texler Bowl at 11 a.m. Eastern time. We have the Sun Bowl at noon Eastern time. And then the college football playoff semifinals. I cannot wait. 3.30 Eastern, Cincinnati and Alabama. And then at 7.30 Eastern time, we got Georgia and Michigan. And what I think could be the bowl game of the year. So if we're going to have a special bowl episode, I got to bring my two heavy hitters in the college football Space. Let's bring him in right now. You know him live from Nashville, Tennessee. AB, dial up. Happy New Year, sir. Yeah, happy New Year to you, coach. You as well, Chip. Uh, you know, I've never seen a uh, a game that featured two bad beats that just destroyed us <laughs> on the same game with Tennessee at halftime and then there at the end. The good thing is this, is that we saw a lot of red X's, you know, on that recap from yesterday. Yeah. Well, they're all on the same bet. So, like, it doesn't hurt you all that much. So. It, it's so yeah. funny when we do that, and then somebody will come at you on Twitter and go, you had a crappy. Well, really, that was like one loss. But, we, <laughs> yeah. but we're very transparent on all of our cappers, which is why we do that. Now, the people have been asking for this man. They're asking for more Chip Patterson. So we give them to him. Chip, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, 2021 was a year of growth, the early edge growth, cover three podcast growth, sports line growth. And what that means is this is a rocket ship that is going to continue to soar through the sky. Happy to finish 2021 here on the early edge with you guys, man. It is so nice to hear you say that, but I got to tell you, you have become a gift that just keeps on giving. Would you mind for the people who didn't get to see your little ping, ping, ping? Could you do that one more time for us? Just before the end losing, of the year. Okay, it was on a losing bet, so I will okay. I will admit, but we were talking about the air raid offense, and if an offensive lineman is down, that doesn't matter because quarterback doesn't hold on to the ball that long. He goes, zip, you know, you just out there. Zip. <laughs> you know, yeah, they go, zip. It's, you know, wait, we need an extension of the run game? That's okay. It's a little bubble screen. Zip. You know, that's <laughs> air raid offense, basically. Oh, people can't get enough of that. Zip. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right, now these two and also my man Micah have been doing a killer job all year on the college football specials every single Wednesday. We're going to continue that in 2022, only bigger. Can't wait to tell you what we're working on. But 
Boys, let's start with the first game this morning, 11 a.m. Eastern time, less than an hour. We're talking Wake Forest minus 16, A.B., taking on Rutgers, who stepped into this bowl game on short notice. Uh, The total is 62 and a half. How are you approaching this very, I think, very difficult game to handicap? Yeah, you know, at Christmas time, when you get those uh, Whitman samplers, that box of candy, right? And you open it up and on the inside, it shows what all the candies are. Cherry cordial, coffee, all that. This game is getting that box, but they didn't print any of what the chocolate is. (laughs) Like you're just picking and you don't really know what you got. Look, it's difficult. Uh, These bowl games are difficult on their own, especially when you throw in a Rutgers team like this, you know. Last minute, do they play well? Do they not play well having not had the practice time, right? I think if anything, you lean Wake Forest and you just kind of grit your teeth and go with it. I don't have an official play for that reason. Would hate to give somebody a bad bet on bad information, but I think you just kind of grit your teeth, Wake, and roll. You know, Chip, I like that analysis from AB, but I'm also looking at another angle of this that I would love for you to hit on and then give your analysis, and that is the under I don't think the records offense can do anything today your thoughts on the under 56 points scored by army is going to give me pause because when <laughs> Wake and army played against each other Wake Forest put 70 on the board but the defense also gave up eight whole touchdowns to army. (laughs) And I think that, you know, Rutgers is not explosive. They're going to try to move the ball on the ground. They're going to try to not, you know, do dumb penalties. They don't beat themselves. I mean, it is a Greg Schiano fundamentals, capital F football guy kind of team in that they want to run the ball, play good defense, win the field position, win special teams. It's very, very basic stuff that you would teach at the very beginning of the game. I, Wake Forest is the better team. If this game's played in a vacuum in the regular season, they win this game by 21 points. But I need to point this out for everyone who's thinking about taking the Deeks. Sam Hartman in a postseason game. Last year against Wisconsin, four interceptions. In the ACC championship game against Pitt, four interceptions. This is a quarterback who's extremely prolific. Second team all-conference, one of the top 10, 12 passers in the entire country. But for whatever reason, in this very, very small sample size of last year's bowl game and this year's ACC championship game, a quarterback who does a great job of taking care of the ball otherwise throws four picks. So that would be something I'm looking at, especially with the only way that Rutgers hangs in this game is by forcing turnovers. So I'd be a little bit cautious. Maybe you wait to see how Sam Hartman's, you know, head, soul, heart, you know, just to see where he's at and then maybe make a halftime or a live line play. Yeah, I think I think that's the perfect analysis is this is a perfect game for a live bet. Uh, if for some reason Rutgers jumps out to an early lead, you jump right on Lake Forest because that will not last, at least in our opinion. But we do not have an official play on the game because of the uncertainty in this game. Now, next game, Sun Bowl, noon Eastern on CBS. Right in the family, Synergy. So, Washington State, they've been very good in the second half of the season. They're laying seven against Central Michigan. I'll be honest with you, Central Michigan is just not that good. Total is 57 and a half. AB, talk to me. Yeah, again, no official play for me on this one. However, it would be Washington State or nothing, right? Like, I would just take Washington State with the points. Their offense is much more prolific. They can put more points on the board. And quite frankly, I'm with you. I don't trust Central Michigan. I don't really trust the MAC in bowl games. I don't trust the SEC either, to be completely <laughs> honest with you right now. But I'll say uh, no official play, but it would be for me Washington State 
or nothing. I will say this because you you brought it up, sort of brought it up. <laughs> that yesterday, that was one of the worst, not one of the worst, but it was a bad beat when Tennessee has the ball with 30 seconds to go up five and we're giving four in the first half and then they lose that bet. That was awful. Now, many of us bet the over live four times, at least I did, and hit every single one. So I was very happy, but still that was a bad beat. Now, Chip, back to this game. We don't want any bad beats today. So what do we do? Well, first of all, we settle in to watch this game, which you can also watch on the CBS Sports app <laughs> on CBSSports.com for free. And when we see that beautiful El Paso, uh, you know, every the sites that you get, I mean, they give us the full SEC on CBS treatment in terms of the cameras, the production, the... And we get, you know, Brad and Gary. It, it's a very, very cool event. And I'm excited that Central Michigan was able to make the four-hour drive to be able to show up. This is when... Uh, I like to say um, a, a phrase is called alt line or money line, because I see this game either going two ways because Washington state, as you mentioned, coach is the better team and seven feels a little bit small, especially with the way that interim coach, Jake Dicker, the interim coach has been removed. He's the new full-time head coach, Jaden Delora, the Washington state quarterback. He's the PAC 12 offensive freshman of the year that you are going to have a Washington state offense that I think can have success against central Michigan. However, it is a little bit of a weird scenario with central Michigan, you know, less time to prepare. It's very, very hectic and chaotic. It's like the game is close. I almost like Jim McElwain, central Michigan Chippewas to pull off the upset, but if the game gets sideways, central Michigan's not going to cover the spread. So I'm saying alt line or money line, either go find that Washington state minus 10 and minus 10 and a half, or you go central Michigan and just sprinkle that money line a little bit. Cause this is either Washington state by double digits or central Michigan on the field. I feel like you just came up with a brand new segment for next season for us. All line, All or, line or the money. I, I think that could be a brand new segment that we do on the show. Thank you very much, Chip. I just stole something from you. Well, I mean, it's, uh, a, game, it's a game script. We know where 100%. it's a, if it's close, you don't trust the favorite enough to be able to not get bubble guts and trip over themselves. Underdog <laughs> coming in with, you know, less pressure. <laughs> they, they get excited. They feel the confidence, but Washington state could also bury that confidence in the first half and cruise to a cover. There is no question. I'd be very careful though. On the first half, this is a West coast team. And I can promise you, I get up every day at five 30 and I'm dead. So, and I live on the West coast. So be very careful on the first half bet. By the way, a chat question for you, Chip. Will you be tweeting out if you indeed make a live bet today? Do you tweet those out? No, I've I spend so much time um, talking to you guys that Twitter uh, Twitter dot com is more of an in, it's more of an input than an output for me right now. <laughs> Understood. We just yeah, got to yeah. answer the uh, answer the people. All good. All right. By the way, now we're to the two biggest games of the college football bowl season. And by the way, if you're not a Sportsline member, what are you doing? Use a promo code Edge. I'll give you thirty days for free. And right now we've got all the sports that are going on, so you never have to worry about all the information you get become a member right now okay there's several different captors that have picks at Sportsline. i worry about the two that i'm staring at right now 3 30 eastern time cotton bowl first semifinal cincinnati and alabama which bama team are we going to get the one that gave up a whole bunch of points early in the season or the one that looked awesome against georgia in the sec championship the number is 13 and a half the total is 57 and a half chip you're up first. 
I think that we'll get an Alabama that is going to find some trouble uh, offensively, even compared to what happened against Georgia. And that's because I think Cincinnati has a better secondary than Georgia does. Uh, Ahmad Gardner and Kobe Bryant is a one-two punch that I think even all of the four stars and five stars that Georgia has, well, those four stars and five stars just haven't performed to a point where I would power rate them as a secondary, at least in terms of the starters, higher than the Bearcats. That's where I actually look to the Iron Bowl in Auburn, where Auburn had so much confidence in its secondary. They said, we're just going to man you up. And with no John Mechie the third, you know, you're really asking Ja'Cory Brooks to be able to stand up. So my first play that I really like, thinking that Alabama's passing offense is, is going to be limited in a way that maybe it wasn't when they were putting up 421 yards in the SEC championship game. I like the under because I don't know if Cincinnati's going to score many points. Uh, I think that the offensive line for Cincinnati just does not face human beings that look like Alabama's defensive front. And you're just going to find it difficult to establish the run on early downs. And Desmond Ritter in third and long against this Alabama defense is not a winning scenario because I could see Will Anderson just having one of those monster games on the big stage where it's very clear from about the middle of the first quarter on that the man is unblockable. And if Cincinnati has no adjustments to it, then it kind of creates a scenario similar to Alabama-Washington college football playoff semifinal, Alabama-Michigan State college football playoff semifinal. What I am detailing are all of these games where Alabama didn't play great, but you know what Alabama did? One by double digits and one handily. Alabama has won all of its college football playoff semifinal games by an average of 18 points. And in those wins, the closest anyone came was 11 points. And that was Kyler Murray's Oklahoma Sooners. Cincinnati quarterback Desmond Ritter is not Kyler Murray. So I'm adding <laughs> Alabama minus 13 and a half to my underplay. Imagining it's one of these Alabama might play a B minus game, but a B minus game still gets them a two touchdown win. Damn, I think you are right, man. The, the, there's so many different ways to look at this game, and it all comes back to Alabama just having better athletes than Cincinnati. Love that breakdown for both. Okay, AB, you sit there and you listen to it. What is your take on this game? Hey, Chip, go ahead and hit that music for me real quick. Let's go. Look, the, the under is the play in this game, and here's why. Exactly everything that Chip just laid out, not to mention this. If you're Cincinnati and Luke Fickle, right, you're looking at this game saying, I can't win this game in the first half, but I could absolutely lose this game in the first half, so they're not going to do anything crazy to give Bama defense a touchdown, leave Bama's offense at the 10-yard line. They're fine playing field position football, and as Chip said, Alabama is too, because Nick Saban is going to look at it saying, okay, if we both get eight offensive drives in this game, I feel comfortable that my Crimson Tide can score on five of them. I don't think you can. So I'm okay punting and making you go 80 yards every single drive because you're not going to do it on my defense. Lastly, Alabama has another game to prepare for. They're not going to push it to the limit because they don't have to. Nick Saban's going to look at it and say, I could beat you 45 to 35, but I'd rather just beat you 27 to 10 and get this game over with. Right. So I'm going to take the under and a Chick-fil-A nugget of the day. It is New Year's Eve. We're closing the stores at noon. So you might want to swing in really quickly. <laughs> Nick Saban at Alabama has coached in five games at AT&T Stadium, all five games against ranked teams. He's five and zero, oh, and he's got an average margin of victory of twenty nine point two points in those games.
Who would have ever known that just everybody dancing and singing to UNITY would get the chat going like it's going? Oh, people are loving you today, AB. Chip, apparently everybody wants to be your best friend and have you over for a barbecue. Well, That's I mean, what we, <laughs> we hang out here at the early edge. You know, there are opportunities that we can all hang out together. I'm, I'm very much open uh, to all of that. There you go. You got to be very careful, though, because everybody in our chat, they want to be on the show. Like, when do I give it to be a guest picker? And that is something, by the way, we're going to be doing in 2022. We're going to be doing opportunities to be live on the show, making official picks for the show. But there are going to be ways you have to earn it like everything else. Now, speaking of earning it, who will earn the opportunity to play against either Alabama or Cincinnati in the national championship game on January 10th? It will either be Georgia or it will be Michigan. And Georgia, Chip, is laying seven and a half. The total is 45 and a half. I hate that hook. If I'm a Georgia better, I hate the hook. What do you like in this game? The hook, it brings me back. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, like, I think that this is going to be a phenomenal game. I think the first one, like I mentioned, could be a little low scoring, a little sideways. You never really feel like Cincinnati's going to win, but I think this is going to be a one possession game with five minutes left. And if it's a one possession game with five minutes left, don't you want to be holding the dog and seven and a half points? I think that we are going to see Cade McNamara do a pretty good job of moving the ball. Offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis has been the Broyles Award winner for a reason. Defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, one of the best hires that Jim Harbaugh made. He let Don Brown go. We thought Don Brown was one of the best DCs in all of college football. He said, no, I'm going over to my bro. He's Raven staff has a star on the rise in defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald. I think that Michigan defense causes some real problems for Stetson Bennett and the Georgia offense. And just every way I look at this game and I line the pieces up, it's going to be really close and competitive. And we talk about value all the time and seven and a half with a game that I think really is a, is a coin flip. Like if we we're to talk about this before we knew when we were young and naive and, and uneducated about um, you know, the spreads and where the money's going and the bet percentage. If we were just having this conversation on, on New Year's Eve, it's like, hey, who do you think is going to win? I don't know. It's probably about a coin flip. And I think that Michigan, Georgia, ultimately, in the dumbest, most simple analysis, is a coin flip. And if you get seven and a half points in a game that you can chalk up as a coin flip, I, I love being able to take all those points with the Wolverines. I, I think Michigan can win this game. If I think Michigan can win this game, then you, you got to take all those points. I absolutely agree with you. And I'm still trying to figure out at what point did Bennett, did people start thinking he was a good college quarterback? Because I don't think he's a good college quarterback. And he got exposed against a very, very high level defense against Alabama. And I think he's going to get exposed again today. I think Michigan does win this game on the field. But AB, what do you think? So when everybody pulls into the drive-thru this morning, I want you to take this coupon with you for a buy one, get one. You know who leads the country in 50-plus yards plays from scrimmage? Michigan. You know who does it 60-plus yard plays from scrimmage? Michigan. You know who does it 70-plus yard plays from scrimmage? Michigan. This offense is better than people give it credit for, and their defense is just as good as Georgia's is. The difference being Michigan actually gets pressure on the quarterback. Georgia really doesn't do that. That's the only thing about this Georgia defense. So if you're talking about a Michigan offense with Cade McNamara, where you question, ah, is the quarterback going to be okay? Well, he'll have time. And here's the deal. 
Michigan is going to come out of this game aggressive because why wouldn't you, right? They're going to force Georgia to play their game. That's exactly what Alabama did. You have to speed Georgia up and don't let them just sit on the ball and have 19 play drives and punch in a touchdown. Force them, right? Make you know, Stetson Bailey have to throw the ball all over the field because they're playing with a deficit. Flip the game. That's what you do. So I'm going to go with the over 45 and a half here because I think that Jim Harbaugh is not going to let Kirby Smart be as conservative as possible and just play field position and field goals. He's going to get those running backs going. He's going to throw some things early in the first quarter, first half, and force Georgia to speed things up, which they can too. This is going to be a fun game. Give me the over 45 and a half. Wow. The nice thing also is, gentlemen, that it's the late game. So we can see how we do throughout the day. And I'm one of those guys that in the playoffs, I'll put a little bit extra cheese. I'll make a couple of different bets that I normally wouldn't make because it's fun. And sometimes the bets should be fun and not always so serious. Not always so serious. What a good time it was with all of you this morning. And by the way, big shout out, my man, Maiden Focus in the chat said we have over 800 people watching live right now. That's a crazy number for these shows on a New Year's Eve. So thank you to each and every one of you that gets up in the morning with us, that spends time with us, because time is very valuable and we understand that. And with that being said, we're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is our recap officially for today. No official picks in the Tax Slayer Bowl or the Sun Bowl. But in the semifinals, oh, we're all over. Cotton Bowl, let's go under 58.5 for AB. Let's go Orange Bowl over 45.5 for Georgia and Michigan. Then Chip, we're going to Alabama and the under. This is a dicey combination, <laughs> especially if Cincinnati jumps out on top. But he is the man for a reason, so we're going with it. And then Michigan, plus seven and the hook which we believe will come into play one way or the other. Then look what the jeweler did for all of you today. We still got a little Washington state love in there. We got some Alabama money line love in there and then Georgia on the money line. So we've got a lot of things working, a lot of things working. Take the information and utilize it to the best of your ability and make the selection that you think is best for you and what you have at your book. Coach, Again, coach if I if I can interrupt really quickly, apologies. I do want to clarify on the under 58 and a half. We see two different numbers. The reason being the name of the show, the early edge. We jumped on this play two and a half weeks ago. Right. So I just wanted to clarify if people are seeing different numbers here on the under. That's why. As I was just getting ready to say, <laughs> the two different numbers on the unders are because you use the information to your ability and they made it at two different times. But thank you, A.B., for jumping in. And as always, ruining my flow. So <clears throat> today, 2 o'clock Eastern time, our props spectacular for the NFL Week 17. And by the way, if you're wondering whether or not you should tune in live, last week, Uncle Dave, prop stars, 11-0 and 0 on that show. Let me repeat myself, 11-0. and 0. And if you don't watch it live, the numbers change by Saturday morning. That's all I'm going to say. All right? We led you to the water but you have to drink. We love this so damn much. I can't even tell you, but there's only one thing left to do on the final day of 2021 as we roll into 2022. <clears throat> You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window for my entire crew. Chip, AB, the jeweler, the maestro, M-squared, 
Zach Attack, Jay Smooth, Alabama. Who am I missing? Noah, Kelsey in the chat, everybody. And I know I missed somebody, and I apologize. But my entire crew, we're here, we're laser focused, we're locked and loaded, and we're ready for every single day. Every single day, 365, we were here in 2021, and damn it, we're going to be here in 2022. Right here on the early edge. Good luck. <laughs>